Yo, today's QOD is, if you don't give yourself permission to be yourself, no one else will either. Here we go. The Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Dr. John Martini back on the show today, and he is going to encourage you to stop doing things to get the approval of others. Stop doing things because dad wants you to do it. Stop doing things because mom wants you to do them. Do what you want to do. Give yourself permission to do the things that inspire you. Because when you do that, you really feel like you're living. John D. Martini's coming up. The next fear is the fear of loss of respect or appreciation from loved ones. I've seen people do things to make sure that they please their parents, even though it almost killed them trying to be something. I got to share the story. I had a guy that came into the breakthrough experience in my office many years ago. He was overweight, but he was on the way of losing it. He just had a heart attack. He was suicidally depressed, almost took his life recently. And his wife left him. He went bankrupt, and he had tax consequences that he couldn't pay. So he felt stupid. He felt like a failure. He felt he had financial problems. He had a relationship thing. He was rejected by people. He didn't want to be around people. He isolated himself. He was physically down, and he was completely uninspired and angry at what he perceived his spiritual quest of his Judaic background. So he was, on all areas, he was down and in phobic in every area. He came to the Breakthrough Experience. I stayed with him till 2 in the morning, him and this other guy, 2 in the morning. Those days, I used to do every one of them. And I didn't care how long it worked. We just, I, I made a commitment to make sure they get break, broke, broke through. <laughs> Pardon me for being really blunt on this. But I was trying to tell him that this is the greatest day of his life. He goes, how could you tell me this is the greatest day of your life when all this is happening? And I said, there's no way you could have gotten yourself in that situation if you were pursuing what was really highest on your value." So somehow you were pursuing a career that was uninspiring to you. And he said, he looked at me and stared at me for a second. He said, yes, that's true. Then we uncovered something, probing deeper, because I'm pretty persistent uncovering stuff. Some of you know. And uh, I found out that he believed that his father didn't love him. And he spent most of his life trying to get his father's affection. And everything that he assumed his father wanted, he tried to do. So he pursued law. He pursued uh, and married the woman his father authorized. How many understand what I'm saying? He did everything he could to try to be somebody other than who he really was. So he's in a career that's not inspiring with a person that's uninspiring. 
and everything around our physiology, psychology, sociology, theology, everything around us is constantly feeding us insights, but we misinterpret them because of our pursuit of the hedonistic pursuit of one-sidedness instead of seeing the feedback life has to offer. And I told him this is the greatest day of his life. And he goes, keep going, keep going. I'm not quite there yet. And I said, you got out of a job that you're uninspired by. Good point. You had no money, and your wife left you <laughs> that you didn't want to be with. And you didn't have to pay or anything. <laughs> he said, keep talking. <laughs> you're no longer having to hang out with the people you don't want to be with. Boy, is that true. And I went around the wheel, and I found out, what is it you really want to do? What's, what's your life really demonstrate that's been there that's, this time that you've been suppressing? And he said, what I really, 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 really want to do is to fix up classic cars, beautiful classic cars, and sell those and have a classic car dealership. And he started to tear in his eyes. So that's what I've wanted to do since I was a kid. He started to cry, two in the morning. I got my arm around this guy, and I said, listen, if you don't give yourself permission to be yourself, no one else will either. You have to have the courage to walk the path of your own path. Trailblazer. You have to be an unborrowed visionary, not a borrowed visionary. This gentleman, when he left the breakthrough experience, was a different man. He was grateful for every one of those things that happened. He went to Florida. He said, screw the suit stuff. Got in casual clothes. Worked towards having a classic car business and started it and built it. Dropped weight. That was his protection about being with somebody he didn't want to be with. Raise your hand if you understand that. <laughs> that man's life changed, and he rebuilt his business, rebuilt his wealth, rebuilt his relationship, and the relationship was vastly different than what his father wanted. Completely different Spanish-speaking lady. I mean, it was just quite like, whoa, it's a, that's a wild one there. This man was a different man because he. anytime you try to consistently pursue living in other people's values, you kill yourself. Ralph Waldo Emerson, envy is ignorance and imitation is suicide. But most people live in conformity and lose their identity trying to fit in instead of having the courage to stand out. Does that make sense? A limitless life begins with a willingness to fill your day with high-priority actions that are truly meaningful to you based on what your life truly demonstrates, that inspires you, that you dream about spontaneously, that you can't wait to get up in the morning and do, and give yourself permission to pursue it. And the average person's not going to do it, so you're going to stand out. When I've done analysis of the values of people, I found out that less than 1% of the population actually have a value on financial independence. 
Most people have a fantasy of the lifestyles of the rich and famous that they're subordinating to, wishing they could live that way. See, whenever you're living in subordination, you want to live vicariously through other people's lives, like watching the Kardashians. And you want to go and buy other people's brands to make you feel important instead of building your brand around your own importance. Let me understand that one. But when you start pursuing what is really important to you, and you do it on a daily basis, what's the highest priority action I can do today to do it? You begin to build momentum in life. And momentum is unstoppable. See, nothing mortal can interfere with an immortal visionary. No mortal can interfere with a mortal vision. A mortal visionary is somebody that has been willing to pursue what's authentic and consistently do that until their space and time horizons are bigger than themselves. I've said for years that if you want to make a difference in yourself, you need a vision as big as your family. If you want to make a difference in your family, be a leader in your family, you need a vision as big as your community. If you want to make a difference in your community, you need a vision as big as your city. If you want to make a difference in your city, you need a vision as big as your state. If you want to make a difference in your state, be a leader in the state, you need a national vision. If you want to be a national leader, you need a global vision. If you want to be a global leader, you need an astronomical vision. And your senses can't have astronomical visions, but your soul can. So we have perceptions on the outside, and we have conceptions on the inside. Perceptions are filtered in our thalamus and back into our amygdala where we impulse and instinct to protect ourselves from predators and seek prey. But our conceptualizations can think of divinity, can think of infinity, can think of doing something extraordinary. And that's where the limitless life comes. It comes from the, you might say, the relentless pursuit of what's truly meaningful and truly important in your life. And what's interesting is that when one does that, they have so much confidence, so much certainty, they're, they're used to solving challenges and problems that they end up expanding themselves and they have more reflective awareness and they realize instead of comparing yourself and putting people on pedestals and minimizing yourself or putting people in pits and exaggerating yourself, you put people in hearts and reflect yourself. And the person who reflects themselves sees the world on the outside and the inside is the same. The seer, the seeing, and the seeing are the same. And they give themselves permission to not solve problems just for themselves, but to solve problems for the world. And when they do, they go and they have a cause bigger than themselves, they get beyond themselves. And they open up the door for a limitless life. The greater your cause in life, the greater your life. The greater the inspiration of what you want to make a difference. Raise your hand if you would agree that some of the most fulfilling moments in your life is the ones that made a difference, that you made a difference contributing to somebody else. Tell me if that's not true. That was Dr. John Demartini. His website is drdmartini.com. You can check out today's entire talk on an audio program. You can find it at audible.com, but it's called Bounce Back, Dr. John Demartini, Master Course to Deal with Tough Times. Again, that is on audible.com. All right, my friend, we are going to pick up where Demartini left off today, tomorrow, with uh, Sandy Gallagher of the Proctor Gallagher Institute. And she's going to talk about how it's not too late to be who you really are. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm out. Peace.